This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. New mask guidance. There's relatively little spread outdoors. Vaccinated teachers targeted. It's egregious towards anyone who wants to protect themselves. Calls to release police shooting video. We only saw a snippet of the video. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. New guidance expected today from the CDC about mask wearing outdoors. Dr. Anthony Fauci says a modification makes sense. The risk of infection outside is really minimum. If you're vaccinated and you're outside, it's even less. Here's CBS's Weijia Jiang. The updated guidelines will stem from one key factor, whether somebody is vaccinated or not. The recommendations will outline what someone should and should not do if they are vaccinated when they're outside, like whether they should wear a mask. We also expect some clarification around protocols in healthcare settings. For the first time, a man has reported getting a clot within two weeks of getting the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. Reports up to now have been about women. This is a San Francisco Bay Area man who was being treated for one in his leg after reporting symptoms last week. Now to Miami, where a private school, the Centner Academy, has told parents that it doesn't want employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine. A letter calls it experimental and suggests it could impact unvaccinated individuals and indicates it will not employ anyone who gets it until further information is known. Employment lawyer Carter Socks says this apparently is legal. This is a private school. It's not a public school. So generally a private employer in Florida can fire someone for any reason or no reason at all. The Miami Teachers Union calls the school uncertified and says any move to punish vaccinated teachers is shameful. 
Overseas, CBS's Lucy Kraft has the latest on the coronavirus crisis in India. Scenes of tragedy play out daily at the gates of Indian hospitals with the desperately ill and their families left to fend for themselves. This man said, I took my relative to two hospitals, but they refused to admit him. We are standing here with a patient in the middle of the road, without oxygen, without any hope. This man said, my mother is admitted here, and I don't think they are taking good care of her. The oxygen cylinders need to be filled every half hour, but they are not even checking them. There are reports of cremation workers running out of wood for funerals. Cremations are being conducted nonstop, even on roadsides. Back here at home, there was a demonstration last night in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. It's the latest place where authorities face questions over the shooting death of a black man. Relatives of Andrew Brown Jr. say they want the full story and are calling for all police video to be released. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports Brown died as deputies tried to arrest him on a felony drug charge. For the first time yesterday, Andrew Brown's son, Khalil Farabee, painfully watched the video of his father's death at the hands of law enforcement. They were shooting at the very start of the video. My dad... He was hands on the steering wheel. They were still shooting. More than half a dozen deputies confronted Brown on warrants related to drug charges last Wednesday. The family says he tried to drive away to save his own life. He backs out, goes around them, and they're still shooting at him while he's driving off. At no time in the 20 seconds that we saw where he was threatening the officers in any kind of way. The 20 seconds came from a single body camera video from one deputy on the scene. They say that video was edited. No video has been made public. Ben Crump is the Brown family's attorney. If they thought Andrew Brown Jr. did something inappropriately, you all would have seen that video by now. Pasquotank County Sheriff Tommy Wooten. Body cameras are shaky and sometimes hard to decipher. U.S. population growth has slowed to the lowest rate since the Great Depression. The Census Bureau says more than 331 million people live in this country, and the 7.4% increase over the previous decade is the second slowest rise ever. And the shifting population to the south and west means this. Florida, Colorado, Oregon, North Carolina, and Montana will gain congressional seats. Texas will pick up two. New York, California, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Illinois, and West Virginia will lose a seat. CBS News political analyst Leonard Steinhorn. Based on these numbers, Joe Biden would have gotten 303 instead of 306 electoral college votes last year, a loss of three electoral college votes, but not as many as most experts predicted. The Department of Homeland Security is launching an investigation into the threat of violent extremism from within the agency. It's part of a broader focus on domestic threats following the attack on the Capitol in January. Brianna Taylor's mother tweets, I can't wait for the world to see Louisville Police Department for what it really is. It came hours after Attorney General Merrick Garland announced a Justice Department investigation into policing in Louisville. It will determine whether LMPD engages in unconstitutional stops, searches and seizures, as well as whether the department unlawfully executes search warrants on private homes. Brianna Taylor was shot to death by police in a raid at her home 13 months ago. Louisville's mayor called the investigation a really exciting, positive thing. A Texas court hears arguments today on a bid to overturn the conviction of a former Dallas cop who was sent to prison for fatally shooting a neighbor in his home. Amber Geiger got 10 years in prison for murder in the 2018 shooting of Botham John. She said she mistook his apartment for hers, returning home from a long shift. 
Now to California, where organizers of a recall effort against Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom have tallied enough signatures, more than 1.6 million of them, to force a recall election. CBS's Steve Futterman is in Los Angeles. No official date has been set for the recall, but it's likely to take place sometime in the fall. Under California law, voters will face two questions. First, should the current governor, Gavin Newsom, be recalled? And if he is recalled, who should replace him? Caitlyn Jenner is among the candidates who will be looking for attention. President Biden is expected to issue an executive order today that requires federal contractors to pay a $15 an hour minimum wage and provide emergency paid leave to workers. Concerns about the possible long-term effects of sports head injuries extend beyond American football. They play without helmets, tackling and piling up on each other multiple times in a game. Now, 50 former rugby players will have their brains scanned every two years over a decade. We're looking at those subtle changes in their brain, trying to understand not only what caused them, but what effect they're having on what they're going to develop. Former pro Ben Kay is on board. As someone that will undoubtedly suffered a mild head trauma while I was playing rugby, Absolutely, I want to throw my weight behind it. Even if the insights gained come too late to protect him. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A bipartisan bill has been reintroduced in the House that would give college athletes the right to earn money through endorsements and sponsorship deals. The Republican behind it is Anthony Gonzalez, a former football player at Ohio State. The NCAA supports it. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick... From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> 
Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.